ons is die Davins van Trollywood. Welkom by Kerk. Hello everybody, we're the Davins from Trollywood and welcome to church. Good morning and welcome at Sitkama Kerk this morning. Thank you for joining us. Um, it's spring day, 21st of March this year. Uh, what an amazing day to celebrate the changing of seasons. It's not going to be win winter for always, it's not going to be the cold and dark for always. Um, there's change coming. It's amazing how, how nature reminds us of this constant change that's taking place. And it must be a reminder in our own life also that we need to constantly change where we are now, what we're going through, what we're experiencing. It's not going to be like that forever. It's going to change. So enjoy spring day. Enjoy our springtime um, in the UK. That's amazing. Before we start our service, let's bow our heads and pray together. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that we can celebrate spring, that we can see in the changing of the seasons that you are the Lord that's still working um, in nature, in the world outside. Thank you that our lives is in your hands as well, that you want to bring new life and change in our lives also. Thank you that we can share this message together this morning in this way. Even though we're not supposed to, to be together like this, thank you for the way you have worked and blessed us. And that we can still listen to your word and still share it with each other. Thank you that you are the one that gives us hope and that we can build our lives on you. Pray this in your holy name. Amen. We are in a series about hope for today's of hope. Um, and the, the important question is, what do you hope on? Because we build our faith on what we hope and we've 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 shared a few ideas on this and, and week one we said that we hope because we've got hope because our future is secure we've got hope week two because we know and the lord will provide for today week three we said we've got hope because god is still working he's still in the process of working and um, last week we shared the whole idea that that we build our hope on God's promises. We can trust Him. He's a faithful God. And this week we're going to share the whole idea that um, our friends, people that are with us, people that we are connected with, build our hope. Because we were never supposed to live this life on our own. We're never supposed to go it alone. Yeah, we, we, we know that, that the mainstay for our relationship with the Lord is the, 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 the quality personal time we spend with Him on our own. Where we read Bible and pray and, and listen to the Lord and, and, and worship and, and just spending time with Him. But we also know that the um, crucial next step in our faith is the fact that we've got to connect with people. When the Lord tells us, uh, when they come to Jesus and ask him what's the most important law 
and Jesus told them two things. He said, love the Lord your God with all your heart. But he also told them, and the second, love people the way you love yourself. Listen how Hebrews 10 writes about that. Hebrews 10 verse 23, it says, Let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess. For he who promised is faithful. And then it says, listen, we hold our hope unswervingly unto Jesus, unto what he promised us. That's where our hope lies. But listen to verse 24. It says, and let us consider how we may spur one another on towards love and good deeds. You can't take away people from your faith. You can't think that faith is this personal thing you, you're doing on your own. That's not how faith is supposed to, uh, to work. Um, if we say we hold on to God's promises, it means we reach out to other, we support other, we help, we care. We take responsibility for other people. If we say we build our faith and our hope on God's promises, it means that we take up the responsibility we've got for people around us. Plan for the Bible is a you don't go it alone faith. That was the plan throughout. When Jesus created heaven and earth, he put Adam and Eve together. Throughout the Old Testament, we read how he, he take Israel and, and make them his people. We see in the New Testament, when he, when he sent Jesus to earth, he get Joseph and Maria together. And when Jesus was on earth, his plan to, to conquer the world was to get 12, 12, 12 disciples together, use them to change the world. The whole idea throughout scripture was people, putting people together. Um, the whole idea of faith is to get people together. We can't do it on our own. We're not supposed to live our faith on our own. There's hope in connection. In connection, take us through. That's important. There's two stories in the Bible. I try to explain um, this whole idea of, of connection and how important connection is. The first we get in, in Hebrews chapter chapter 12. We just looked at uh, chapter 10. Hebrews chapter 12. We're just going to read the one verse there. Um, if you can remember, uh, Hebrews chapter 11 is a story about giants of faith. People that persevere. Um, examples of people that built their hope on God and God's promises. From from Cain through to, uh, from Abel through to through Noah through Moses through all the big characters in Scripture, that that's what they did. Um, they built their faith on God. And now listen, the next chapter, first verse, chapter twelve, verse one. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. And let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. Hebrew 11 says, here's a lot of examples of people that, that built their lives on faith. And they kind of uh, um, 
stand around you and they support you and they encourage you. All these great, all these great faith warriors in scripture. Um, you may, it's possible that you don't know it, but in South Africa we had, when I grew up, we had this athletic races um, for the young kids, um, six, seven year old, six, seven, eight year old. And in these races, the parents are next to the race course. And they will shout and support and cheer on. And it's almost more funny to listen to them, to see how they react, see how they almost are running the race. And that's the picture we've got to get into our minds. When Hebrew 12 says in verse 1, uh, Since we are surrounded by a cloud of witnesses, people shouting, supporting you, encouraging you, Go! Go! Don't give up. Don't stop believing. Go. You pick up, if you pick up your Bible in the morning, that's what the Bible is. It's a cloud of witnessing telling you, go. Hold on to your faith. Never give up. And there's a second challenge. If you go back to, to chapter 12 of Hebrews, it says verse 2. And let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. We've got people around us. We, we need people around us to challenge us. To throw off stuff that we're carrying with. That's getting too heavy. That's unnecessary. That's holding us back. If it's sin, if it's worry, if it's things from your past. The challenge is to get rid of it. Because it's prevent you from running the race and finishing the race the way Jesus wants you to. Who's your biggest supporters? Who's shouting the loudest? Who is encouraging you? Can you name them? I think COVID made it more difficult. Because it weakened our connection with people. We had to do a lot of things on our own. We couldn't get to people. We couldn't spend time with other people. And for long stretches in this year, we had to go alone. It's not always. COVID is not. The lockdown isn't just bad. But we need fellow believers. We need other Christians to support us, to help us, to encourage us. Who do you support? Who are the people that you encourage to keep on believing? I, I, I remember at Oliver Tumble Airport in Johannesburg, there's this one muriel of an African proverb, proverb and it says, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. We need people. We need people to support us, to help us, to encourage us. The second story is a story of uh, a story in, in, in Exodus while the Israelites were in, in um, 
40 years and did the desert. But uh, interesting story about support. Let's, let's read about that. Um, Exodus chapter 17, verse 8. The Amalekites came and attacked the Israelites at Rephidim. Now the Amalekites was the worst of all the desert people. They were the people that um, killed anyone around us. They were, they were the, 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 the worst fighters, the biggest enemy of the Israelites. Um, they, they were bad. They were really, really bad. Now, uh, while they were in the desert, the Amalekites came and attacked the Israelites. Moses said to Joshua, Choose some of our men and go out to fight the Amalekites. Tomorrow I will stand on top of the hill with the staff of God in my hands. So Joshua fought the Amalekites as Moses had ordered. And Moses and Aaron and Hur went to the top of the hill. As long as Moses held up his hands, the Israelites were winning. But whenever he lowered his hands, the Amalekites were winning. When Moses' hands grew tired, they took a stone and put it under him, and he sat on it. Aaron and Hur held his hands up, one on one side and one on the other, so that his hands remained steady till sunset. So Joshua overcame the Amalekite army with the sword. Interesting story about Aaron and Hur who is supporting Moses, of Joshua that's fighting. Um, in the story we read about Moses, that, that lifted his hands in prayer. It was a way um, people prayed in those times. You stand up, up um, stand straight up and you lift up your hands and you prayed. And everyone that saw you in that pose will know, this guy is busy praying. Um, and, and, and what happened is every time the Israelites looked up and see Moses is still praying. Moses is still Worshipping the Lord and uh, our power is there, so let's fight. It gave them strength. It encouraged them to keep on fighting. To keep on fighting this, this worst of worst enemies. Because um, prayer show, your, show the fact that you need the Lord. That you can't live without Him. That you are totally dependent on the fact that he must give you the victory. And without prayer, it's impossible to get victory over your enemies. To, to get victory over the things in your life that are preventing you from becoming the people God wants you to be. And the Israelites know if we stop praying, we're in trouble. If Moses stopped praying, we don't have a chance. I remember as 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 young boy how often I, I, I went into my dad's study and then I saw him praying at his desk on his knees. And I remember the influence it had on me to know, wow, my dad's praying for me. And I know the kind of security he gave me. And I still believe until today that the most important thing we as leaders and we as parents can do is to pray for our kids. Nothing is more important than that. And it's so important that your kids walk in on you and find you praying for them on your knees or the way you do. When last did your kids catch you praying? 
when last did your mom and dad walk into your room and you were kneeling at your bed and saying your prayers? It's powerful. Now, that's, that's, that's exactly what happened. Because uh, Joshua was fighting. Um, Joshua and, and, and the few of his, of, of his army were fighting against the Amalekites. And every time they looked up, they see, yes, Moses is praying. We're going to, we're going to win this battle. But the moment his eye, arms got tired and he, he, he dropped in his prayer stance, and now they're in trouble because the Lord's not on their side anymore. Interesting to think that to pray is to know and to live in a way that you know the Lord's all with you. So keep on praying. Don't stop. Don't stop praying. Please don't ever stop to pray. So, so we've got Moses praying and we've got Joshua fighting and and there's a lot of people around him that are fighting with him. You almost remember, if we serve the Lord, we are not on our own. We're not the only people here that love, love Jesus Christ. We're not the only people around that build our life on Jesus Christ. There's a lot of people around. That's what Hebrew 12 tried to say. Listen, there's a cloud of witnesses around us, people that support us. We're not on our own. You don't have, you don't have to think for one moment in your life that faith is... It's, it's your faith that's going to make the difference. It's not so. Your dad's faith, your mum's faith, your brother's, your sister's faith, your children's faith, your parents' faith, your friend's faith encourages you to keep on believing. And, and it's that, this connection with people that builds up our hope that we will make it through what's currently going on in our lives. That's why we need it. And in comes Aaron and her. Interesting to interesting name. Aaron was, was the head priest. And her was um, uh, one of Moses' leaders. Um, there comes a time in each one of our lives where we know that it's difficult to continue. Where we struggle. Where life, life's heavy. Where things are not working out. When we are on our own and everything just get too tough. And then our one and her came when that happened to Moses. When his arms got heavy and he couldn't keep it up anymore. Our one and her came and they supported Moses. And if you just think for, think for a while on that. If it wasn't for that. The Amalekites would have destroyed the Israelites. They would have killed every one of them. If it wasn't for an Aaron and her, the story of the Bible could just have stopped here. Nothing more, because all the Israelites were killed by the Amalekites in the desert. End of story. That's how scary it is. That's, that's how important a role Aaron and her played in this story. Because they know Moses, Moses is just human. Moses will tire. Moses will come to a point where, where he's physically tired, where he just can't go on on his own anymore. There comes a time in each one of our lives where, where we struggle to pray. Sometimes it feels like the Lord is not listening to us. I'm, 
He's not answering my prayers. Wonder if he's hearing what I'm saying. Sometimes we come to a point in our life where we're starting to doubt. Does prayer really make a difference? And then, then there's an Aaron and a her to pick up his arms, to pray with him, to support him, to be there for him. We need other people to pray with us, to pray for us. We need it. Um, it's interesting, um, both, all, all of them, Moses, Joshua, Aaron, her, all of them played a role in this victory. Uh, over the Amalekites there's no way that they could have could have conquered them without each one of them playing their role it's exactly the same with us we need each other even though we differ and have different opinions and our personalities differ and 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 the way we um, we, we we act and the, and the things we do differ there's one common thread and that is that we are serving Lord Jesus Christ and that that keeps us together. All these other things are, are of lesser importance. Moses prayed. Joshua fought. Aaron and her supported Moses. It saved our lives. We need people to support us, to help us, to be there for us. So the difficult questions that we've got to be honest about is, who is fighting for you? Who's fighting your cause? For who are you fighting? Who are praying for you? Can you name them? Or the, uh, the more difficult questions, who are you praying for? What names are on your prayer list? Who are you supporting? Helping, encouraging. And who encourages you? Who keep you true? Who keep you on your toes? Who keep you on the straight and narrow? That's the question. It's interesting. Um, I didn't read verse 7. Last part of Exodus 17 verse 7 says, And there was a quarrel among the people of the leaders, everyone, and, and they tested the Lord and listened and they asked him, Is the Lord among us or not? How do we know the Lord is among us? How do we know the Lord is here? In the way we support each other, pray for each other, encourage each other, fight for each other. That's how people will know if the Lord are with us. The early church grew, changed the world because they took connections serious. Because they shared their lives. They prayed together. They ate together. They spent time together. The lockdown took that away. But we're going to go back there where we can again come together, share together, eat together, pray together. I read story about I read a story about Tony Campolo he once when he was still a young young minister he his mother told him about a family friend that passed away and he went to the old age home where where she was her mother asked him if he can attend the funeral 
and he went there but he was late and he was in a hurry and 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 when he got to the old age home there was a few different places where the funeral was going and he walked um, because he was late he just walked in the first one he found and when he sat down he realized but this is not the right one but um due to respect he just decided to just stay there and the old lady in front of him turned around and said did you know him and then he knew he was in trouble um, and he wanted to walk out but he stayed with her throughout the service and after the service when he left he he, he asked um, uh, the lady asked him if he can accompany her to the grave and he went with her and uh, even though he didn't know the gentleman that passed away he he stood next to the grave and um, felt bad <laughs> And, and then after everything was finished, he turned to the old lady and said, listen, I want to be honest with you. I didn't know him. I came by chance. I was meant to go somewhere else. So I'm really sorry for your loss, but I can't be dishonest. Do you know what she said? She turned to him and told him, you will never know. You will never, ever know how much your being with me meant to me today. You will never know how your support will pick someone else up, will encourage someone else's faith, will help someone else to keep on faith, believing in Jesus Christ. Never underestimate the power of your connections. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that you will love us. That we know that our lives is in your hands. And that everything we do, everything we think, everything we say, that it can reflect your love for us. Thank you for the connection we can have with you. That you are here with us. Thank you for people around us. Friends and family and parents and kids and People that support us, people that love us, people that pray for us. Help us to never underestimate the power of our prayers. Even though we don't see the result quickly, even though we sometimes feel that you don't hear our prayers and listen to it, we know you care. Teach us how to care for each other. Pray this in your holy name. Amen. We now have an opportunity to bring our offerings. You see all the information down below. Thank you for, for uh, keeping on giving throughout this time. We've got a, a bunch of birthdays this week. Um, three people's birthdays celebrating today on Spring Day. Uh, Fleurus, Natasha and Brenda, all of you guys, um, may we have an amazing day today. And then there's 22nd Gordon Buckley, 23rd Francois Reinders, 24th Cornel Juncker, um, 25 Cornelia and the 27th Johan Simon's birthday. May it be a blessed day for each one of you. Um, and may you, be, may you be surprised by the love you receive on this day. I want to invite you to our prayer meeting Friday mornings at 6 o'clock. You've got all the information 
um, on our website. You can see it down below as well. So please join us. Um, so now even everyone is not early birds. Um, some some mornings I have slipped up and missed it. Um, but um, come and pray together. Um, Friday mornings at six o'clock. Last word from me. Thank you for your patience with my English. I know it's not always great and my E's and R's aren't always where they're supposed to be. But I still believe that the message that we share is making a difference in your life and in mine. May the love of the Lord Jesus Christ, may the power of His Holy Spirit and the presence of the Lord be with you. Amen. Thank you.